Welcome to Global Maritime News, the podcast, bringing you the most impactful news reports and analysis across the global shipping and supply chain industry over the past half week. I'm Levine, your host, and as of Wednesday, 9th of February, 5 p.m. Singapore time, these are the major stories. Starting off, digital freight forwarder Flexport raises nearly 1 billion US dollars in new funding. And Concordia Maritime plans to convert product tankers into box ships, an industry's first. Also in the podcast, another shipping line has acquired a logistics provider. And this week, it's Maersk who has acquired American logistics provider Pilot Freight Services. And later in the podcast, we explore some sustainability-related news. First off, we have the world's first LNG-fueled bulker that started its maiden voyage. And interestingly, we also have the Isle of Man ship registry being the first flag to lower fees to encourage green ships. Starting off, US-based digital freight forwarder Flexport announced on Tuesday that it has secured funding from investors, including American venture capital firms Anderson Horowitz and MSD Partners, as well as Canadian e-commerce company Shopify. In combination with Flexport's existing partners and other investors, this brings its post-money valuation to more than $8 million US dollars. Speaking about the new round of funding, Flexport founder and CEO Ryan Peterson explained that the pandemic and the pressure it placed on global supply chains has made the transportation of goods a daily pain point. He elaborated further that this new injection of investments signals that the market has recognized the need for a technology-enabled logistics ecosystem that has visibility and resilience to handle unexpected challenges of any scale. Flexport's funding round is part of a wave of investments in logistics tech startups as the world races to digitize operations in the heart of the supply chain gridlock. According to an analytics firm, PitchBook Data Inc., supply chain technology startups raised $24.3 billion US dollars in venture funding in the first three quarters of 2021, 58 more percent more than the entire year of 2020. So this infusion of capital is allowing startups in the industrial freight sector, especially top companies that have already developed their core products, to expand their operations further. Moving on, on Tuesday, Sweden's Concordia Maritime announced that it launched a technical design study to investigate the feasibility of converting and adapting a PMAX product tanker for container transportation. Based on early investigations, the PMAX vessel's two engines, with full redundancy along with other attributes, can be converted to container vessels with an estimated capacity of 2,100 TUs. Explaining this decision was the new president of Concordia Maritime, Eric Leeuwenhaupt, who shared that though the conversion plan is quite a long shot, it is Concordia's obligation to leave no stone unturned to create shareholder value. The technical design study is expected to be completed by the end of quarter two in 2022, and if the results are positive, discussions with shipyards and potential charterers will be held to explore potential interest. A complete conversion is expected to take three to five months. While dry bulk carriers have been seen carrying containers in recent months, for instance, soire bulk, a tanker repurposed to carry containers has not been seen since Malcolm McLean pioneered containerization 66 years ago. 
Interestingly, the closest engineering equivalent of what Concordia is attempting is the exact reverse of what they're trying to do. So when Bachship earnings were low in 2018, Delphi Shipping's Hermes Aero Bachship was in fact converted into an orange juice tanker. So this really shows how the demand for shipping services is a derived demand that depends on the demand of goods itself that needs to be shipped. Related to this, as container ships continue to enjoy high demand, multi-purpose vessels have also seen their value soar amid the container ship boom. Since the summer of 2021, owners of small handy-sized bulkers and multi-purpose vessels have modified their ships to carry containers in order to profit from skyrocketing container rates. The modifications being made are mostly simple in-house modifications that don't require the services of a shipyard or a classification society approval. Moving on, another container shipping line has acquired a logistics provider. This time, Maersk acquires American logistics provider Pilot Freight Services. Announced on Wednesday, the Danish shipping giant plans to acquire the U.S.-based logistics provider for 1.7 billion U.S. dollars. The acquisition will bring the Pilot's North American facility-based transportation network of 87 stations and hubs that transport and distribute freight to end customers under the Maersk Group. In a press release, Maersk shared that with this intended acquisition, the company will extend its integrated logistics offerings deeper into the supply chain of its customers, and that Pilot would complement earlier acquisitions already made to provide integrated logistics solutions in North America. Pilot Freight Services CEO Zach Pollock explained that their acquisition by Maersk Group is the ideal outcome for their customers, company, and employees, as they will be part of the ambitious transformation of simplifying and integrating global supply chains. This news development comes after news last week that another liner shipping company, CMA CGM, will be acquiring Privé Colles, a last-mile logistics specialist based in France. Staying in the container line sector, Hapag Lloyd will be sticking to its core shipping strategy and will not be following its competitors who have invested in air freight. In a meeting with journalists on Monday, Hapag Lloyd CEO Rolf Jansen shared that the German line will not be following its competitors like MSC and Maersk that have ventured into the skies. The massive profits reported by Hapag Lloyd in 2021 are likely to be divided among dividend payments, investments in new ships and container equipment, and possibly some container terminal acquisitions if the opportunity arises and the price is right. I think this is especially interesting given all of their competitors are expanding into air freight to ensure service availability and reliability, but they have chosen to stick with their core shipping strategy. It will be interesting to see whether they shift their stance on this in the future, especially since container vessels are being sold for extremely high prices. Their CEO said in the same virtual meeting on Monday that trade-offs have to be made when buying second-hand box ships or chartering them, and for Hapag Lloyd, that involved asking whether it could still make a profit when taking ships from the market at today's high prices. Moving over to some sustainability news, the world's first LNG-fueled bulker has started its maiden voyage, and in fact, it came to bunker at Jurong Port right here in Singapore. The new bulk carrier owned by EPS but chartered by Australian mining giant BHP will transport iron ore between Western Australia and Asia. 
It is one of the five LNG-fueled Newcastle Max bulk carriers that BHP has chartered from Eastern Pacific Shipping for five years. EPS CEO Cyril Ducao shared that the historic LNG bunkering fueled vessel was evidence that the industry's energy transition was well underway. And though the dual-fuel LNG Newcastle Max vessels are world first, they're more importantly representing a culture shift in shipping and mining. When compared to a conventionally fueled voyage, BHP expects LNG-fueled vessels to reduce greenhouse gas emissions intensity by more than 30% on a per-voyage basis. They will contribute to the company's 2030 goal of supporting a 40% reduction in the emission intensity of its chartered shipping of its products. Taking delivery of the LNG-fueled bulk carrier is part of the mining conglomerate's efforts to achieve carbon neutrality. BHP also took part in the first marine biofuel trial aboard an ocean-going bulk vessel last year in Singapore. And one more green story just before we go. The Isle of Man Ship Registry, in short IOMSR, is first to lower fees to encourage green shipping. This ship registry is said to become the world's first flag to provide incentives for the use of green technologies as the maritime world looks for ways to encourage shipping companies to accelerate the use of green technologies. The goal is to provide support for the rapid development of new technology by bringing together key stakeholders and giving them economic incentives. The new measure will give ship owners a 15% discount on their annual registration fee, which is expected to come into effect on 1st of April this year. It will be available for cargo ships, commercial yachts, or passenger ship operators who invest in biofuel, alternative fuels, wind, or shoreside energy technology. Cameron Mitchell, director of the ship registry, elaborated further about this new green initiative saying that there is so much debate in the sector regarding which alternative fuels will be best in the future. And this unfortunately can cause confusion and delay innovation. As such, the Isle of Man Ship Registry wanted to kickstart work in this field by rewarding ships that are making tangible steps in achieving the International Maritime Organization's greenhouse gas goals. And that is all for now. If you want to comment on this podcast and the topics that we have covered, you can send us an email. The address is maritimenewspodcast at gmail.com. You can also find us on Instagram, Facebook, and LinkedIn at Global Maritime News. I'm Levine Tan, your host, and until next time, goodbye.